to one of the best internet radio stations around. You're listening to The Hidden Truth with Kenny Phoenix. Hello, hi, and welcome to The Hidden Truth. I'm Kanye Sealand. Thank you so much for joining and tuning in. So yeah, today, guys, we have an awesome lineup for you, and I hope you stick around for more. But in the meantime, let's talk Women's Month, okay? Now, this is a particularly important month, considering, you know what, women in South Africa have really gone through over the past couple of years, and we all know with a serious spike in femicide. But let's rewind to a time when, you know, women really even had a voice actually at all in South Africa and I think um what one event that we're all particular with uh, familiar with is the great march that happened in 1956 on the 9th of August when women from different races and parts of South Africa gathered together to speak out against you know the unjust system of the time that kind of just sidelined women but what I found out was that event was actually a high point because there was already so much going on with women who were forming organization. Some of the examples that I got was the Alexandra Women's Council. So they formed to stand against the Native Affairs Commission, which wanted to actually remove squatter, like squatters and squatter camps in the township of Alexandra. So these women gathered together and said, no, we're not going to stand for this. Okay, so I mean, this was somewhere now in the mid-1940s. I think way before the Great March had happened in 1956 in Pretoria. Now, a similar group that also formed to stand against also the same issue was Women of, Cro- Women of Crossroads Movement in the Western Cape. I mean, this is literally just something, it's a tip of something greater because, I mean, we all, we're all familiar with the 9th of August, but there was so much more already going on. You could tell that women were already rising up and saying, listen, we're not going to stand against the sidelining of women, especially, you know, um, African women, black African women. But that's a bit heavy. Let's just take a quick break. I hope you guys enjoy the song by Busi Hatebe. Um, I don't know. It just, it worked on my soul because it was something that we, in, particularly in the beginning, she kind of speaks out against us. And it's kind of a prayer, a prayer asking God to intervene you know, in the state that the woman of South Africa is suffering in. So I hope you guys enjoyed as much as I did. This is your number one radio station around the world. This is Tarita Kumi FM. Help us to fight the crime, to fight the killing of women and children. And we declare and we decree in the name of Jesus that we are safe in the shadow of his wings. We ask, we plead. Ramaseri, wari chava chava.
I never get tired of the song. I hope you guys enjoyed it. But now I just want to take it, you know, to the Bible. Um, in particular, two women, right, who kind of stand out, who I see that God showed grace to. And I thought it was fitting considering Women's Month. And I'll start with um, Hagar from Genesis 16, right, where God met her in the wilderness by spring of water. You know, um, she was not in one to describe the best situations and not in a situation I'm sure she also found, wanted to find herself in. But God still met her where she was at, you know. Um, basically, the, a bit of a short story. Sarah wanted a child. She said, Hagar, sleep with Abraham. And there it is, you know, have have my child. But, you know, things are complicated somewhere along the way. And Hagar ends up running. And God meets her um, in the wilderness, as I said. And kind of like us, like, where do you think you're running to? And where are you going? You know, and engage with this, engages with her. But basically, God reassures her that the child that she's carrying right and this is the time she was pregnant you know it's not in vain the child that she's carrying is not in vain but he will multiply her son's descendants and you see that you know what even if her situation was not what she'd wanted it was painful to have been you know being mistreated by your master at that time you know there was whole slave and master thing so to be mistreated by your master only to find that you know god still saw her God hears her, basically reassures her that, you know, I hear you, I've heard you cry. And what's weird is the second time around, you know, isn't it? She, she had, God told, tells her to go back. She goes back to her master's house, right? She has the child. And then also Sarah finally gets her promised child, Isaac. Uh, they grow up. And then uh, somewhere along the line, it's like uh, Ishmael, who's Hagar's son now, Kind of, you know, I'm sure children playing around makes fun of the promised child. And Sarah decides that, no, this woman should be kicked out. And eventually, you know, Abraham sends the woman and the child packing again. And this time it was for good, you know, like Sarah said, I do not want you to come back here. So this time around, they go again. They find themselves in the wilderness where they had no more water at all. And God and, you know, actually Hagar and her son, you know, they cry out. And God hears their cries, you know. God comes out and says, listen, I've heard your son's cry again. And even then again, you know, God still meets her where she's at. She's just, he's just like, you know what? I heard your cry and your descendants. He still reminds of the promise that, you know, I'll make the descendants great and, and everything good. You know what I'm saying? So what I love about this is that we see God, even though, you find you may find yourself in situations you don't like you know situations you had hoped not to find yourself in but god still sees you through you know he still meets you where you're at and said listen this is not the end you need to carry on you will carry on because there's something great that i have for you, you might not see it now but it might be in generations to come right so that's what i particularly love about actually that story and the second one i want to this guy is the woman with the issue of blood in Matthew 9. Now, I'm sure, you know, when women were on their periods back in the day, you were an outcast, you know, you had to separate yourself. As You know, we went, you had to be quite far away from the rest of your community. 
So this woman had the issue of blood for 12 long years. And the Bible says that she had gone to all types of doctors and physicians. And for the life of her, she just instead, instead of getting better, the Bible said it just got worse. The situation never like it kept on getting worse and finally she heard that jesus was in town she was like oh this is my time this is my time for she kept telling herself that if i just touch the hem of his garment you know i will be healed and she did as soon as she touched the hem of you know jesus garment she was healed but you know what we see what comes afterwards it's it's not quite no it, it was not normal in that time because jesus was probably supposed to reprimand her and say, hey, hey, Ceci, why umtita? Why are you touching me? Leave me alone. But he did not do that at all. Instead, he was like, someone touched me. I do not know who it is. And one of his disciples says, Master, what are you talking about? Like, where everyone is pushing and pressing against you. But it's like, nope, someone touched me. I felt power got out of me. And the woman finally gets up and confesses and says, listen, man, you know what? It is me. You know, I did it. And instead of Jesus saying, woman, get away from me. How dare you? You are dirty. Don't you dare touch me. I'm the king of king and lord of lords. You know, I mean, Jesus was 100% man, 100% God. He could have said it, done anything. Instead, he showed such grace to her and said, you know what? Woman, your faith has healed you. You know, again, the same grace that I see that he shows to Hagar, shows to this woman, he reassures her that it's the faith that has made you well. Instead of casting her out or, or treating her the way society, you probably would have treated her for years by now. You know, he reassures her and sends her on her way. And that's what, you know, I, I think we I, I want you, whoever's listening, you know, to you who's listening, to take away from both of these women is that, listen, Woman, you are not downtrodden, you are seen, and you are heard by God. That's what I love about God, is that he's just like, listen, I see you, I know what you're going through, okay, and it's not the end, right? He meets you at, and I love the fact that, you know, throughout the Bible, you see that God really, he, he still elevated the woman, he did not elevate one above the other, but he treated woman, he showed a new standard of how to treat woman and how to be with woman. And this is not to say that women, this is basically to say that women are seen and heard and by the loving father. Now, don't be surprised. You'll probably hear more women in upcoming shows. Um, yeah, considering it's Women's Month and I, I don't know for how long, but uh, you'll probably hear more women in upcoming shows. And I hope you guys stick around and I hope you guys enjoy and may you stay blessed. I'm leaving you with this amazing song that was I don't know. It just made me want to get up and praise and thank God for everything. I hope you guys enjoy too. It's the song Happy by Tasha Cobbs. And I hope it also makes you get up and praise God and thank God as we're in this new and amazing month. And I hope uh, if you have a woman in your life, please celebrate her. Please acknowledge her. and But just know that you are seen and loved by the Father. Until next time, guys, I will catch you guys next week. Peace. You're listening to one of the best internet radio stations around. You're listening to The Hidden Truth with Can You See Me?